I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. This came yesterday. I saw your post. I'm jealous. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get that personally from Sharon? No, 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 no. I had um, pre-ordered this way, way back, like in the summer. Oh, oh um, wow. I was going to say, how'd you get it? Yeah, no, I pre-ordered. hard to get. <clears throat> I knew that <clears throat> the release date in the States was in December. And for us, it was January 20th. So I got it yesterday, already finished it. Wow. <laughs> I heard it's a really good book. It is. It's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. A lot of the stories were stories that I can remember talking about with her when I worked with her. Um, oh, so wow. it was really cool to get, you know, the detail more or less, you know, instead of the overview, because she is an amazing storyteller. You know, she can deliver a story like nobody's business. It's really, really good. Really. I read I read that in a review that it said that she was, uh, it was like she was speaking to you about her life. And yeah. I have Audible and it's on Audible. The, final. What's the best part of this book is the, uh, the testimonies from people. So let me read you one. This is great. Sharon is so authentically herself. Every word is completely believable, except her being happy that Tyne Daly won the Emmy for the, uh. <laughs> for the first three, three seasons of Cagney and Lacey. That was by Tyne Daly. <laughs> um, <laughs> where's the That's other one? Sharon's book is proof that you can take the girl out of Hollywood, but only to a private island off the coast of Miami. <laughs> that was from Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Sharon and I have been close friends forever her book reminds me that I really liked her better when she was drinking <laughs> Renee Taylor <laughs> I so admire Sharon's unrelenting courage imagine having the nerve to think anyone would want to read this book Randy Rainbow <laughs> <laughs> and then Sharon wrote a book Jane Lynch <laughs> <laughs> These are, it's that is fantastic but that's um, great yeah, that's it's, awesome it's so great it's so so great um because I, I I message um my friend Deb who is her assistant when she is in um theater and uh, mm -hmm. that's how I had the chance to 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 work with her because Deb was was managing her in the West End during uh around ah. And Deb's, uh, somebody in Deb's family, I think it was her, her dad maybe got sick and she had to go home and Sharon didn't want to be there without a manager or a handler. Um, and she didn't want it to be somebody she didn't know. So when she knew that I was in London, cause I had come, you know, had, 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 uh, interviewed her and talked to her while uh -huh. she was there. And, uh, so Deb said, what if we get, you know, Denise to help you out for, you know, a week, 10 days, whatever it is. And she was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's fine. So that was Ooh. how that worked. So I messaged 
Deb right off the bat. And I said, Oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm loving the book or whatever. And she was like, you'll love the audio. If you have, if you have uh, get the audio. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh man. Oh, okay. So now, yeah. So I, now I have to, cause I just, uh, yeah, it was really, really good. You can, you know, you're reading it and you can hear her, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can just, you can just hear it, but uh, you know, so much of it was devoted to Cagney and Lacey days. Um, mm-hmm which of why wouldn't it be but it was it's just it's just really really good you know and her her um her time in rehab and and stuff like that is just really good it's it's she, uh, yeah it's raw so deb said that she narrated it that she well, narrated i assume it. that's why she wanted me to get oh. the audio get the audio i'll have to go oh. back and check it i'll let yeah. you know yeah definitely um but yeah so yeah that's what i did most of today <laughs> just sat around <laughs> reading it and then we like you um have stuff going on we had a guy come to give us an estimate on getting new carpet um all for all of up, upstairs and downstairs and all that stuff oh nice so that that's was, exciting home yeah, improvement that's, that's one of those things that'll happen when i'm gone because i can't stand mess. oh <laughs> and people in the house and the, and the work yeah. it's not even so much that it's just i have this like overwhelming fear that it's going to take longer than a day mm-hmm. and everything is going to be like mismatch and left you know because they 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 give you a price they tell you what the underlay you know the padding and all that mm-hmm. the tacking for going down the stairs and then they have this this um thing that says you know that they'll move five pieces of furniture mm-hmm. and anything more than that is you know more money you know per piece so we had right. like oh, dressers wow. and all that kind of stuff and, yeah. you know, and wardrobes. And I just, you know, said to Gemma, I, I think it's, I think it's dumb to have them move the wardrobes because if we ever leave, we're not going to take those. Yeah. So yeah. Do around it. Um, but yeah, beds and dressers and, and cabinets and things like that. And, right. Right. Know, Cause if I know Gemma, she'll just throw the nightstands on. I don't know how they do it with the beds because there's no mm-hmm. room upstairs. It's not like we have this ginormous landing where you can move things, you know? Right, right. Where do you put it, right? And the rooms aren't that big where they can move a bed to one half of the room and do, mm-hmm. you know, do it and then move the bed back. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. They must know what they're doing. <laughs> they know the houses are little, you know? So I just can't be here for that kind of chaos. I don't blame you. I do but not every blame time you. we get something done, it's when I'm away. Like we got the whole <laughs> downstairs painted while I was away one time. Then we had the whole upstairs painted while I was away another time. So these are the <laughs> things, you know, like I handle the things where, you know, like the oven cleaning with the guy with his ass hanging right. out. Like the oven I just saw that I came across the picture for some reason today. I was looking for something else in my phone and there it was. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get I I get to handle those things. Like when they we get the blinds replaced because they're always breaking or whatever. You know, I, and it's always the like I get the chatty servicemen, you know, that just want right. Just like let's just get to work, let's go, let's get to work. <laughs> so this morning. might be a stupid question, but because I know, and you've been living in England for what ten more than ten years now, right? Uh, but does it, yeah, ten. Well, this March it'll be eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So ten, eleven. Does it seem weird to you that everyone has a British accent? Maybe working in the pub really helps with that because yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of laborers come in for their after work beer and uh, yeah. you know, and the tatty rough house 
you know, nasty <laughs> kinds of dudes that you, you know, you do expect everybody to be like Colin Firth, you know? Yes. And, um, yeah. That's what I mean. Yes. yes. I don't, no. Not to like, say anything bad about people that paint and put carpet in. I'm just saying that we right. kind of yep. expect them to be royalty here, you know? And it's Yeah, just, that's what it is. You have a certain idea of how it, how they right. should be. No, I, yeah, I got over that pretty quick. Definitely working in the pub helped with that. But um, the, the funny thing is, is like, it doesn't matter what job it is. You know, it's like, if somebody, if it's like a service person comes to the house, even like my grocery delivery, you know, it's never the same person. It's always somebody different. And so, you you know, you're making small talk and mm-hmm. the, and the first thing they say, where are you from? You from the States? Where are you from? They love <laughs> Like they love an American accent and it's like, wow, I feel like we sound like such morons compared to them, you know, and they know they absolutely, wow. And no matter what you say, Florida. And the next thing they say is, what are you doing here? (laughs) What do you you mean? Like, why, why would you come here? If you're from Florida, like do 24 years the heat gets to you. You know what I mean? Right. it's nice to have everyone thinks of this as paradise not yeah. paradise like, exactly if you know i was like you know at first it's amazing you know mm-hmm. you've seen pretty much every inch of it you know and you right the seasons are hot hotter tourists yes and exactly hottest you know so right. it's like you can't <laughs> win. snowbirds yeah so I explained that part of them, but all they think of is two things, either Miami or Orlando. And they right, exactly the Orlando thing because like every other commercial on TV is for Walt Disney World, you know, like, really? well, you know, wow. not, since, not since the COVID thing, but before yeah, that, yeah. every commercial was like a travel company promoting like Walt Disney World packages and stuff like that. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. with Miami, they think everything is like CSI Miami. Like oh right, right. and sleek and <laughs> it's just like oh dude one wrong turn in Miami oh god yeah you are everyone that lives here doesn't want to go into Miami exactly. that's just I'm so like, funny a nightmare the traffic that's the only thing you know my, my friend was texting me and like are you still coming in February and I'm like I am but I'm not the least bit excited about it you know like travels really? just this nightmare well yeah yeah masks and getting there early and having all your vaccination Mm -hmm. documentation and like i'm not looking forward to sitting on a plane in a mask for 10 hours yeah i don't blame you and then if you think about it a lot of people are working from home they're working all day long they don't really go out Mm -hmm. unless they're just picking up food and going back home Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i know bars and stuff are are normal and packed and you know like you say you always see people outside the bars and everything i have no inclination to go to a bar but i would like to go out to dinner you know with people yeah but it just (laughs) seems like nobody's doing anything or going anywhere so i'm thinking like what am i supposed to do all this time you know what i mean that i'm there just sit on my mother's couch (laughs) television could be doing that at home Uh, (laughs) well they're still going out to dinner here trust me you cannot get reservations anywhere so that's still that's still happening jesus but uh wow i can definitely see where the looking at 10 hours on a plane with a mask is like wow i've started to get anxiety wearing the mask like in a store 
for some reason I start hyperventilating and I can't breathe and I have to go outside. Like it's, that's a new thing that started happening to me. I focus, I have to like really Mm -hmm. focus on my in and out, you know, that's why I'm like, oh God, I hope I just fall asleep and, and just, you know, I'll wake up, my glasses will be dripping like it's a rain. Right, right, right. coming out of the mask. So I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not looking forward to it. I keep, like I always say, because going to, you know, I guess like direction wise, going to Florida is about 10 hours. It's like nine hours, yeah. five minutes, depending on the headwinds and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I always say to myself, like three movies and a meal, like three movies, <laughs> and a meal and a nap, three movies, you know, to just, you know, cause you're just sitting and like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to touch anything. I don't want to have to get by right, right. the bathroom. I'm like, eh. coming back. I think it's only like seven like seven hours, you know, seven and a half, maybe eight. So there's like a real difference in the comings and goings, but it's, it's the getting there that is exhausting. What do you have to look forward to at the end of the flight? Miami airport. (laughs) Do you get a meal? What? They still give you, they give you a meal on that flight. What, what does a meal consist of now? Usually it's like, it's some Indian. It's like, here, my mother was like, my mom goes, because I said, did you eat on the plane? She goes, mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, what did you have? And she was like, some kind of curry thing. Like <laughs> chicken curry something, tikka, something like that. And then I said to Rick, did you eat on the plane? He goes, mm-hmm. I'm like, what did you have? And he was like, some kind of pasta that was completely overdone to the point that you couldn't oh. pick it up. <laughs> Soggy <laughs> pasta. So I was like, what? Well, that's kind of typical, you know. My mom goes, I told them get one of each, and if I didn't like the curry, I would have the pasta, but the curry was okay, so he got stuck with the pasta. <laughs> I was like, That's so foul, man. It's like not oh half and half. God. Nope, nope. She took one of <laughs> the pasta and went, Nope, I'll have the curry, I'm good. But I was like, That's brave, man. You had curry on the yeah, that is brave on a like, 10 hour shit. flight. Yeah, the 10 hour flight. So like, you end up having to like that didn't blow your ass out. She was like, No, <laughs> like, wow, that's amazing. I said, What about now that you're here? Can you, can you use the rest? Like, I'm good. I swear it didn't have that effect on me. I was like, Wow. So, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was pretty funny, but yeah, like all stuff not looking forward to, like shitty plain food. And yeah, you know, like I'm one of those people though, like you know, even in Sharon's book, she's like, whenever I leave out of Miami airport, I know there's a Nathan's hot dog, (laughs) but not on the international side. That's the problem. You know, like on the domestic side, that's where all the good stuff is on the international side. There's like a pizza hut vending machine. And that's pretty much it. You know, yeah, it sucks. And I have, I usually have like a later flight. Um, like my flight leaves at something like, um, nine, at night to come back here to London. So everything's kind of closed at the airport and you're just kind of meandering mm-hmm. around like looking for coins to put in a vending machine to get a dry shitty pizza. Right. pizza. But you know, in, in the same respect too, like you want to keep your mask on in the airport. So it's like, right, right. You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> this is not, this is not going to be cool. Like I can already tell. Oh, geez. I just kind of want to get it over with because I said I would. And I've had this ticket for a year. And I've just, yeah. two years, I've just kept pushing it out and pushing it out. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of have to, it's, uh, you know, 
like I said, I just really want to get it over with. And the next time, <laughs> you know, the next time I um, fly, I'm hoping things are, will be much, much easier. But I have a feeling we'll be in masks for a really long time. I think so. Well, we'll have to do a show here when you come. Yeah. At least yeah. one or two. Yeah, that'll be yeah. cool. When we have the boys, um, when we do Nick and Tyler's Nick show and Tyler show. Yes, we'll yes, that'll be. But I'm not going to squeeze in that chair with you. I just, I just want you to know I'm not. <laughs> I have. <another laughs> I am going to mess with the lights though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe I'll have the light fixed by then. Well, I'm an O-ring. <laughs> I need to still get the O-ring. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, you know. So the holidays are over. I had this really mm -hmm. cool thing that I was going to show if we had Tyler on today, but yeah. I got um, my friend Tim got me this great little wooden chest. Looks like a little pirate chest, and you open it up mm -hmm. and it's got three amazing little rum samples in it. Oh, like a nice. five-year one, um, the premium one, and a spiced. And I, I was like so oh. looking forward. Right to just like try yeah. with Tyler. I was, <laughs> I was so impressed with myself, um, but now it's like so past, so past <laughs> wanting to drink that I'm seriously just drinking. Oh my god! I realized it when I looked at the time. I'm like, wait a minute, what time is it? You know what? I forgot that we were already at six o'clock because of Tyler, his show being at six. So I was like thinking, oh, you know, five. I was thinking it was nine o'clock, and then I'm like, wait, it's after six here. You're wait you're five hours ahead so yeah yeah I, it dawned on me when the guy was leaving, I was like sitting I, on the couch like <laughs> I needed that air conditioning fixed I was happy he came man and good news I don't need a new air conditioner so I can stretch the life of this one out a little longer oh that is good he fixed mm -hmm. it yeah what broke was um the Condens uh, uh, condenser fan motor yeah the not condenser uh Ah, what is it? It's another one that starts with a with a C, not a compressor, um, something like that. The thing with the air, with the with the electricity that goes through it, the uh, conduit. No, ah, I can't think of it. It was the thing on uh, Back to the Future when he needed the because uh, my sister said to me, "Oh, what are we in Back to the Future?" Because I said that's what blew a flux oh, capacitor, a flux capacitor. <laughs> the flux capacitor yes see i knew you would know that reference, I knew you would know the reference. <laughs> a television reference or a movie reference you will know <laughs> that's it exactly that is it the, exactly that's it i worked capacitor. in an air conditioning place i seriously worked in an air conditioning place for a year <laughs> and i knew everything yeah. from like you know carrier models you know yeah. models and i knew the fan, condenser fan motors the mm -hmm. drainage system, the condensate line, the condensate line clogs, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like you said, the compressor. <laughs> I mean, something I was totally <laughs> needed the 80s reference to remember it. Yes, I needed that. So yeah. so it was that. And he had one in the truck. So he said, of course it's old. So it, I'm gonna need a new one eventually and soon, but not this week. So not that's immediately. Good. Yeah. The not best one for it to go is in March when the weather is. Mm -hmm. so much cooler mm -hmm. that you can like open, oh, a, yeah. open a sliding door at night or something if you right. have to yeah but you know and it's gonna go out, and out right well no your stuff's on the yeah. roof that's right your stuff's it's on, on the, the roof, roof. Yeah. but you know it's gonna go out in july 
on the hottest no, day. <laughs> get it done before. Honestly, I'm, I'm not even joking. Get it done before. Yeah, yeah. You know, like before get it, it done in the cooler weather yes. you know, before you have an issue because that is the most uncomfortable thing ever. Oh, God, yeah. And I don't have, I have like, you know, I have those big windows, the floor to ceiling. So in the middle is a little window that opens. So it's not like, I do have the sliding glass doors though, but. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's humid. It's so humid without the air conditioner. So, so that's the story. Yeah, I saw like a, a big, um, a big billboard that said, you know, welcome to Florida. It's not the heat. It's the stupidity instead of the humidity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> the guy that was here doing that our carpets, funny. that's all he talked about was his trip to Key West. So. <laughs> See, that's what they think. They think vacation, pina coladas. That's it. That's it. They don't realize, like, yeah. no, you're working out. You don't get to the beach. We can go to the beach. Unless you right. live on the beach, you're not going to drive to the beach. You're I never work go Monday, to the beach. I'm across the Friday. street. <laughs> it's right, I look it's at right it. out your door and you don't go. <laughs> I look at it from my window on my Peloton that goes, you know, nowhere. Like, I could go to, all to the Swiss Alps on my Peloton right here. I, I know I'm like I'm still baffled by the fact that you you know you live in South Florida like 50 feet from the beach and you bought a Peloton instead of taking a walk on the beach beautiful beautiful uh, excellent so um so we so okay so what else I'm working on the website and we I uploaded some changes more coming because I need to put some more info on the boys and uh, and about us too excellent. but um we have new things coming if you want to introduce that our new whenever, whenever you make that website live we will we will get it out there for sure because mm -hmm. um i uh talked to a friend of mine who works in marketing not not so much yes. PR, but she's got a lot of ties to pr people so she okay um, is going to uh give us a hand and try and get the word out there i was finally able to change our socials which is was, mm -hmm. a, was a fucking ordeal <laughs> if you don't yeah, mind saying. yeah. oh <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> the instagram one was the hardest so but now we have like our instagram handle has now been changed to um the underscore rainbow underscore remix oh okay so that's good, good and this is like twitter like our twitter name changed but the user handle was still whiskey pod um, and I was finally able to change that today oh, to, um, to the rainbow remix. So yeah, those, those things were challenging because e like, if you, if you even try and make a change and it says that username is unavailable, mm -hmm. you got to wait another 14 days before you can attempt another name. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so finally everything matches. Our Facebook is now oh, yay, the re right. remix. So yeah. So all that stuff is, uh, everything is just rainbow remix at this point. You could just find all, all of it some way or another. Awesome. That's yeah. exciting. So that was, yeah, that was, that was fun to get that taken care of. Um, and we've got, you know, so that is, you know, it, it's funny because we hit like, however many, like I got this notification from Podbean saying that we had 300,000 downloads. That's not just us. That's just like, since I've oh. had a Podbean account. So mm -hmm. in conjunction mm -hmm. all together. Mm -hmm. And that's just Podbean. That's not iTunes, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, 
I right. Yes, it's not any of the those. It, it's just Podbean. So mm-hmm. if Podbean was doing that well, then some of the other places where people find us, if you add, mm-hmm. them, we probably have like five hundred thousand altogether. Awesome. That's cool. Um, that is awesome. Which is a huge thing, and I, um, you know, I gave that to uh, to the marketing to the marketing um, person and. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, is, as I was telling her, like how we started this podcast in like 2020, you mm-hmm. know, and pandemic podcasters. And, um, <laughs> and uh, so she was like, wow. And you did, you got, you know, like good people. Like I was, you know, we had Dana Gordon, mm-hmm. you know. Oh was, yeah. I was looking at our list of, as I was working. It's impressive. On it. It's impressive. To say the least. Yeah. So she goes, so then you decided to rebrand. <laughs> Like she was just kind of like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we sure did. <laughs> She's saying you had a lot of good people. Why are you rebranding? Right? That was is that the point? <laughs> she was like, well, okay. So, uh, so why did you want to rebrand? I said, well, you know, like the more we thought about it, the more we thought it's our LGBTQIA community that mm-hmm. needs the help. You know, they're right. the they're like the talented, smart funny mm-hmm. persistent you know uh, hard-working group that needs a, a voice needs to show off their projects their work mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm. not you know sure, and, right. um, exactly. yeah and so that you know she she was she was pretty impressed with that so um I was laying out for her what we had we had discussed about uh Valentine's Day Valentine's Day is yeah. kind of something like it's so isn't it funny it's like an extreme like some people love it. Some people hate it. Yes. Some people try and avoid it. Some people feel <laughs> yes. pressured. They feel pressured by it, like to have this fantastic night and oh you know, god, yeah, yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, we we were discussing this. Like, we were literally having like a text conversation mm-hmm. about it, and then we said, and then what if you're over fifty? You know, like it's one Even thing for sassy people to like, you know, rent a boat and have a bucket of uh, champagne on the boat and roses and whatnot. Right. But what if you're 50 and you don't want to fucking do that, you know? Um, so we were you talking. you don't have a date. You're 50 and you're dateless. Right. Or that, you know, so right. or you've just met someone or and how are people meeting? Like, these are all things that we were you know, we were coming up with this stuff like left and right, where he's like, you were sending right. texts about like, but when you're over 50, you're so like set in your ways and, and independent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, I get, you know, it's, it's true, but like, how are they meeting? Like, how do you mm-hmm. meet someone? Especially things are so challenging right now, you know? Right. Like, oh yeah. You just, yeah. you know, meet up with somebody it's like you want no. to know, are you vaccinated are you over 50 are you having problems did you already have covid are you coming out are you working still are you staying home it's like so we kind of put our heads together about this and we decided mm. we should probably talk to somebody who knows yes <laughs> because we don't Get have the answers. experts <laughs> Call we have all the, the questions yeah we have all the questions we have no answers so <laughs> Um, we had great questions. <laughs> fantastic questions. I'm dying. I'm I'm dying to know the answers to all the, even just the, you know, the top, you know, questions like how are they meeting? What are they doing? Are they using apps? Are they going out? Are they having Zoom dates? Like, what's the what right. is the way? And you were like, what, like, but 
the whole thing of it is, is like, what if they don't have anybody? Like, what if they're on their own or what if they're nervous about getting back? The fact that, you know, if you've been on your own for a while, do you want to let someone in? Because what's the ultimate thing? Then they move in with you or you move in with them and you got to give up this fantastic, you know. The you call syndrome. Right, right. So we, I did a little research and I found um, a place called, what is it called? The Lesbian Couples Institute. The uh, Lesbian Couples yes, Institute, that's it. That right? is it. So mm-hmm. this place is out of Denver. Um, mm-hmm. They've been around for quite some time. And we were lucky enough to wrangle Dr. Linda Spann. Um, and you know, I that's looked, so awesome. We're going to have her. Yeah. I I'm looked so at, the, at the website and there are couples on there that are like talking about how her teaching them how to communicate, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and whatnot, like saved their relationships. And these are like really interesting things because it's not just dating. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people that like have questions like, you know, I've been in my relationship for 15 years or 20 years or whatever, how do I keep things this or what I'm getting edgy about this and how do I bring this up or how do I have a discussion about this or, you know, so I think it's fantastic that not only has she agreed to come on next week, next week. Yeah. Next week. Um, we can hit Is it her next with all week already. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. <clears throat> so we hit her with all our questions. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then <laughs> some, maybe, you know, like some, tips about like people that are in relationships like how do they handle valentine's day because it's coming up you know right because we don't like gemini we don't go nuts for anything not our anniversary not our birthdays (laughs) maybe our birthdays a little bit you know like we just don't um we don't really sometimes we forget our anniversary (laughs) (laughs) you're a very Low it's 10, 10, couple. 10. Like, how do you forget that? It's 10, 10, 10. Is it 10, 10, yeah. 10? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that we literally like got married on the 9th, but we always go with the 10th. This way we remember 10, 10, 10. And the funny thing is, is like my best friend's birthday is on the 8th. Her nephew's birthday, I think, is on the 9th. There's all kinds of things going on that we shouldn't forget this, but yet we always <laughs> do. Really? And, um, wow. Yeah, I'm I think surprised. like our tradition ends up becoming we make each other cards. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Very cool. So that's, you know, that's kind of what we do, but we don't, for Valentine's Day, we're not like, oh, let's have a romantic dinner in and like, we're just, we're not like that motherly <laughs> weird kind of couple. And then I keep going, is that a bad thing? I mean, have we just, mm. is that a bad, like, this is why we need <laughs> Dr. Span. I think if you're happy, you know, I think that even says more about your relationship that you don't need to stand on ceremony to be happy. And you don't have to have these, you know, grand gestures to feel like, you know, we're us. Right. But I think that um, I'm happy she's coming on because I know personally, I've got people, my own friends, they're, it's the gamut. It's the people that don't have a partner that would love a Valentine's date. So then you feel Valentine's come, Valentine's Day comes along and it's the pressure to have a date, like New Year's Eve. It's a like big I don't reminder. A yeah, it's a big It's a big, big reminder. reminder. Right. And then, oh, I didn't get flowers. And then when I remember when I worked in an office in corporate America, 
it was all the girls that got the flowers on Valentine's Day and then the ones that didn't. And then they would go home and be mad at their spouses because right. they didn't get the, the right. flowers right. on Valentine's Day. In fact, I think there was a King of Queens like that where he didn't send her flowers and she thought they were for her, but yes. they delivered them and it was the for boss. her coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And then I have friends who who have partners, but they they don't uh you know do anything special so then there's the pressure of outdoing the person at the office like if you it's it's a, it's a lot there's a lot of a lot of in between so there's a lot of emotions tied up in in valentine's day that you know you have those angry people that go it's just a commercialized holiday to sell chocolates right. and, and cards right. and you have those so people. The people without the dates and the partners but it's, you know, there are people, and then even worse, the people who had partners, and for some reason, they're either broken up or, you know, they're divorced, they lost their spouse, their spouse passed away, and Valentine's Day comes along, and it's, now that's a reminder, yeah. that you don't have that person. Yeah. Well, I remember when my dad, the first year my dad passed away, um, my mom was alone, and they had been married like 57 years, and so... We took her out, I, my girlfriend at the time, and I took her out to dinner. And it was kind of like one of our first Valentine's Day together. But I'm like, my mom's alone. And, you know, yeah. we took her out to the macaroni grill on military grill. I think I'm going to do that for Ginger. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. I think we, get, we have to do something. We have to, we have to A, we have to celebrate uh chuck's birthday um, oh and uh yeah and then yeah i think we should we should this will be a tough one for her big time. the first big one time. yep yeah. yeah it's tough it's really hard but yeah that's why we need uh we, we need, need a professional we need professional guidance on this yes Just to, you know i you know, like you like you're always saying oh you always have your finger on the pulse i'm not, not on this <laughs> <laughs> Not on this. It's funny because like, even when I was in the pub, I think you, you get to this, that like this, this thing where you're, you're really like, um, you, you do so much people watching, you know, mm -hmm. and you, mm -hmm. and you have all these talks with complete strangers, you know, or strangers that have now become friends or whatnot, you know, and mm -hmm. I still, still to this day, keep in touch with a lot of the regulars. And, um, there was a couple that came in and for the life of me, you know, for the time that I worked there, I thought that they were already married. Um, you know, they had a baby, they would bring the baby in. They had um, another baby after the pub had closed. And I, you know, and I see it on Facebook and, and then I see this announcement that they're getting married and it's just like, Oh, Oh, wow. But I think it's I think it's coming up like around Valentine's they Day. They did it right? in a different order than most people do. Right. Yeah. It's just like you think you know people, you know, but I, I do think like, oh my God, can you imagine having a wedding on Valentine's Day? The pressure. Over the top. Yes. Oh, that is so OTT. OTT. Yeah. You know, I remember it's 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 funny because we talk about like you and Gemma, like you don't need to have the stand on ceremony valentine's day right mm -hmm. and you guys are a strong couple right and sometimes the people that have to do the show of the limo and the rose and the tuxedo and getting dressed up they're not the ones that are so tight 
And yeah, you got to wonder what they're overcompensating for. Yes. <laughs> like, and who is this for? <laughs> yeah. One year, the first year I was divorced, Valentine's Day, the pressure of Valentine's Day comes around. And I had just gotten my puppy, my pit bull. And so uh, across the street from me was a little old lady that lived with her sister. And they had a friend that used to visit. So it was the three, like the golden girls, the three yeah. little old ladies. Yeah, so yeah. I'm outside. I was training my puppy. So I'm outside cleaning up the dog shit off the lawn. <laughs> and up, What a perfect and, and little, Valentine's Day. Uh, yes, this was Valentine's <laughs> Day. And then up uh, out come the three little old ladies and they all get in the car and they ride off to go to dinner right and then it was the three of the three girls going out to dinner mm -hmm. and then up pulls a limo and my mr and mrs perfect so i thought neighbors come out of their house and he's got a tux and she's got this beautiful gown on and they and I'm like oh my god look at them here I am cleaning up dog shit and he <laughs> runs back in and comes out with the single rose and gets in the limo and off they go and I'm like well I'm not them but I'm not the little old ladies so I'm somewhere in between right <laughs> so that image stuck in my mind right oh Mr. and Mrs. Perfect right well not Six months later, a van moving van drives up and off she goes, all her stuff in the moving van. <laughs> and she follows it with her car. I never saw her again. Oh, so, <laughs> wow. See? So you never know. You know, you they really don't. Like all that top. stuff doesn't mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, I just sometimes I think like the most simple gestures you know are enough like i said we mm -hmm. we make our own funny cards with markers and crayons and, that's a beautiful and whatever. thing i think I our entire it. relationship you know the foundation for it is that we just make each other laugh all the time like oh yeah you know like that's really it, it could be the most the stupidest thing like the <laughs> stupidest thing but it's daily you know, mm -hmm. like it's not a day goes by that it doesn't happen. Aww. Those are the things I think that you, like, if you were to ask somebody, you know, like, how, how, you know, how do you make it last or how do you, what, I, like, that's just it. Like, there's no secret. You just have to be able to have a good time together. And sometimes it's not even doing the same things, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still not comfortable going out. I don't have a huge circle of friends over here. You know, mm -hmm. I really don't. Mm -hmm. And Gemma does because of, of working, you know, right, right. So, you know, this weekend she'll finally go see a couple of coworkers, you know, now that, you know, she's been back from Australia for a little bit and hasn't really seen anybody. They had, the girls didn't have a chance to exchange Christmas presents and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. that's what she's, you know, going to be doing that doesn't appeal to me. I don't work yeah. with them. I don't yeah. them, you know? So <laughs> I don't, um, you know, I don't, that's not how we have a good time together. You know what I mean? Like we, you know, have a good time, like watching movies and like making fun of people on TV and, you know, doing stupid things around the house together and, you know, cooking and ordering food or figuring out what we're going to eat and that, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. And, you know, we have like certain routines, like she wakes me up before she leaves for work in the morning and usually mm -hmm. will say something stupid, 
like that's my policy or say something stupid normally from the night before or something you know <laughs> from a meme like I have so many funny memes that like I send her and like if if uh you know that one with the dog trying to like get his face through someone's like squeezed legs because there's pizza on the table and the dog is oh. like oh, I love pizza so yeah so go way to wake me up and I crash like I wake up dying laughing (laughs) and honestly all I have to yeah like all I have to do to make her laugh is say don't make me laugh any harder I'm gonna pee my my pee my pants (laughs) that's all it takes and then she's working harder (laughs) so yeah it's just dumb things I guess it is whatever works there is i don't think there is a formula but maybe dr span can elaborate that yes i think it's we're it's, doing it wrong maybe there is a formula <laughs> we do everything else wrong. Right. wouldn't that suck if you found out you're doing it wrong all these years <laughs> it would it wouldn't surprise me thing. it would <laughs> never it would not surprise me i um i'll never forget when i was when i was with chuck and uh like we had already, you know, like signed our divorce papers and whatnot. And I was getting ready to move. It was going to be a month before I could move in. And, um, and Ginger was moving from California to Florida to move in with Chuck. So there was going to be some overlap, you know, but then I was, I was out and, um, I had my, my friend Erica had lived with us for a little bit and she had a cat and we never had pets like Chuck and I never had pets. And Erica had this cat, Aries, and she was dating, uh, Erica was dating a girl in Tampa. So she was doing a lot of weekends in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And so the cat used to sleep in my room on the on my bed when Erica was gone. So, um, you know, Chuck, he, he, he was like, <laughs> like kind of like the father figure that was like, you know, <laughs> kind of doing the rounds, walking around late at night around the house, making sure that <laughs> making sure I was tucked in you know in my bedroom and whatever and he every time he would look in the cat would be sleeping on my bed so when Mm -hmm. Erica finally moved to Tampa and all these changes were happening and I was getting ready to move and Ginger was coming and all of a sudden Chuck came home with a cat with a kitten like I mean a kitten Mm -hmm. holding your hand yeah yeah what why'd you get a cat (laughs) why'd you get a cat yeah, I was like, I got it for you. I was like, <laughs> okay. And he was like, well, I thought because Erica took her cat, now you don't have a little cat to sleep with you. So Aww. when you move into the condo, you have this this little cat. And I was like, well, that's nice, but I never owned a cat, and I don't know how to do anything. So he's like, well, the lady at the store gave me this little litter box tray and this food. And <laughs> so we set it all up or whatever, and like. A couple of weeks go by and I'm having a blast with this little kitten and she's doing fine and all that. And uh, so I call, I call Erica and I, and well, I called Erica the first night and I was like, how do I get this cat to go and go poop or pee in the litter box? Like, do they just, <laughs> know? is that a cat thing? And she was yeah. like, no, you have to pick the kitten up and put it in the litter box. And then you just have to take a little like tissue on your finger and touch their bum and they'll go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> So I was like, I'm not going to do that. Is that a thing? I that, does that work? I, oh. I didn't do it because the cat went. Oh. Like I just set her in the litter box and she went. They know, right? They just know. 
I guess they just know. But so I didn't do that right. But yet the cat was okay. So then she goes, there's this book you can get that's really good about like, you know, first time cat owners or whatever. So I go to Barnes and Noble or whatever, and I get the book and I'm like, chapter one, don't put the litter box near the food dish. And I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> that was wrong. Number Every, one. Everything was all in the same place. Like, number two, don't give the kitten access to the whole house. Just have it in a room for a little bit to get used to like the size of, of a room. I'm like, oh, geez, didn't do that either. Yeah, that's a complete run of the house. So I'm going through this book and realizing I didn't do one <laughs> right. And that's pretty much been a constant in my life that I never read instructions. I don't put things together <laughs> right. I I never do. I'm like, I just, I just attack it. And if it's wrong. And somehow it works. Right. It works anyway. So it works for you. Usually. So, <laughs> usually. so speaking of, um, of relationships, what have you seen the new and and what's it called and just like that have you seen the new i have i saw the latest the, one yep. episode eight are you nervous so, i'm very nervous do you think that shay is going to break um, break miranda's heart like do you think that she, because she I told her do. i kind of feel like she's gonna she's gonna go to chicago or cleveland or wherever it is and, and see her with someone yeah I was thinking that, but I think that's kind of predictable. Maybe they want you to think that. Maybe because she told her, I can't give you traditional. And she said, I don't want traditional. And I don't think she realized what that might mean. So, you know, right. Yes. Yes. She's leaving solid Steve, who she's bored with, but he's always solid there for her for this exciting person. When they were having that conversation, yeah that Gemma and I said you know she really has treated him like shit you know in the yes. early part of their relationship you know yes <laughs> and he always hung in there but I and he always wants her happy he wants to see her happy right and you oh. know the thing I think like I'm still I'm still struggling with like I is this a way to write him out because I know that he's on Chicago fire and he's got a way better job on that yes yes and his character is so much more likable because they messed with him so bad in this you know they kind of made him like a the nutty professor you know like yes they make him kind of boring but i did read that uh in real life dave is his name david eisenberg is that his first name david i think so yeah um he he really wears hearing aids he just got those hearing aids so when he met with the producers when they were going to start filming the first thing he said was i got hearing aids like he led with that in the conversation right. I'm, I'm officially old so they wrote that into his character because it's yeah. it's something that's true about him but he's got a way cooler persona on chicago fire yeah. than he does yeah and Definitely. then there's that and you know the thing of it is too is like like i said to Gemma, like he he was a bartender then he owned a bar it's like he had all his fun mm-hmm. in his 20s mm-hmm. 30s 40s you know what i mean and now he's kind right, of right right and what yeah she didn't, you know what i mean like she just like i don't even understand that like that I just was think yeah she, she could have ex- explained it a little bit better mm-hmm. but um yeah I, I wasn't i wasn't thrilled with with that conversation like i just yeah yeah me too but yeah, I do. I worry about it. 
Well, I don't want I don't want people to not like Sarah Ramirez. <laughs> I know, but you know what she said? Because she was getting some flack for Shay not being likable, that people don't like that character. And she said she's not playing her to be likable. Yeah. She's purposely playing her to not be a likable person. Yeah, so, I read that. I read that. Uh, and you know you what? Read that if, too? She's, if she's getting, if she's ruffling feathers, she's doing it right, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's one way to look at it such but a it, different character from what you played before like so different oh my god from her yeah. crazy anatomy person big time. <laughs> big time yeah big time i feel like the minute the minute you know she got let out of her contract or whatever she just went Vroom! yes <laughs> scrubbed off all her makeup you know yeah uh, yeah yeah you know what whatever makes her happy because i do mm-hmm. i think she's a, a a huge talent you know like I'll, I'll never forget how put off i was by that gray's anatomy musical episode like I was more. Oh, what was that? Yeah, that mortified. Was but the only thing that I came away thinking <laughs> was, "Damn, that girl can sing," you know. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I just feel like she's got so much more. Um, yeah, yeah. So much more to 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 give. You know, so much talent left to to squeeze out. So, you know, I I, I don't see her having a, a bad time after this. And you know, who knows? I don't even know. Are they getting another season? I don't even know. I don't know. I, I don't know if they know. I don't know if it's been announced. Well, I, mean, I, do, I, think, I, of... I do think, you know, Miss, <laughs> Mr. Big threw a spanner in the works. <laughs> oh, it sure did. And, yeah, you know, a little he... negative publicity when they were like on the up, you know? Yes. Yeah. I thought maybe it was someone from Peloton that threw that uh, spin <laughs> on it with the, made those women come forward. No. But I think they're adding too many other people as regulars on the show like the realtor that's carrie's friend and the, the other teacher, miranda's uh, teacher. Her name is miranda's teacher i think they should just pick like a couple of those characters and streamline mm-hmm. instead of right so, right there's so much going on like uh um charlotte's uh friend from school you know right like I, I I do get that they need these people to show um to put to put the the main to put the leads in uncomfortable positions because of the way right, times changed true. and maybe they haven't and they have to right you know, right but um you know I yeah I, I don't know like I said I think I, I don't know maybe it was Nick I was talking to about this I do feel like they're forcing a lot of stuff Mm-hmm. all at once you know you have the yes. disabled, the disabled boss at the <laughs> podcast show which is fine I loved her in Glee I love her and everything that she's in she's great and sassy and a smart ass you got Bobby <laughs> Lee representing the Asians you've got you know Sarah Ramirez <laughs> representing the you know the queer non-binary whatever you've got Charlotte's kid you know <laughs> with her identity and I mean they're just throwing everything to see yes. what sticks. It's just like Miranda's Whoa. teacher, Miranda's professor with the the braids that she was made mention of her hair and why yeah, I can't have yeah. half braids. Yeah, yeah I agree. it's just it's it's a lot to process, you know. And I really, um, yeah, I'm nervous about like it's you know it's one thing to be spoon fed these little topics and storylines but i feel like they got a shovel (laughs) down the throat of people that either a already been there done that understand it don't need this lesson 
or right, B, don't right. want to know it, don't want to have much to do with it. Don't, you know, that's right. them. That's not my life. So yeah, right. like they're walking a really fine line of of shoveling it in our faces and you know, um trying to tick all the boxes. And it's just right. like, a little obvious, a little obvious. <laughs> because I think they're trying a lot of different things, seeing what works, what, what's going to be the thing that works. So let's try everything out of the shoot. And because maybe some of those people aren't staying, like, I think you're right. I don't think Steve is staying. I, I don't think he'd be there in another, if there's another season, no. I don't see him being there. But in a way, it was kind of nice that he was still there and Harry was still there. Yeah. Like they, people from the past were kind of still solid. Yeah. yeah. In and that. I think they needed, I needed, they needed those faces, you know, mm -hmm. um, and they needed Anthony, you know, they needed, they needed oh, those, Anthony, those regulars right. big time, you know, to, uh, yeah, to give people that, um, you know, that nostalgic feel, but mm -hmm. adding, peppering in all these new people, you know, I do, I agree. I feel like they're, they're just going to see what sticks and what, what, what works and what doesn't, you know, yes. like, like, like I said, it was like, it's like they went down this diversity form and was like, check, check, check. Do we have an Indian lady? Check. Do we have a gay exactly. man? Check. Do we have, you know, God, settle exactly. down. This is not like that. the L word next gen, you know, cool. <laughs> They did that on the walking dead towards the last seasons. And I totally, did they? they were just introducing so many different new people where it started out revolving around like the 12 people that were the the group that yeah. was going around from and then they just had so many people and they split up the core group and they all had their own groups it became too too much for me as a fan yeah. of the show. Like you did and an I organizational chart to watch it i i don't yes, yeah right you don't get that there's very few shows that can get away with that you know yes yes you know? yeah like bringing bringing someone someone new in so late in the game mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like that's just like amazing to me i've been watching afterlife with um with ricky Gervais oh yeah on netflix and mm -hmm. uh and this is the final season there's only three so and the first two were so incredible i knew the third one was going to be great and it's it's a short season there's only like six episodes i think mm. which is fine because everything that needed to be said was said and it wrapped up really nicely and all that. Right. Right. But I, again, like you said, I was stunned that they brought in a couple of new faces and you're trying to fit like, especially too, because like with Netflix and well, really any show, right. With COVID and everything, it's, it's been so long since the last season. Mm -hmm. I'm not one to go right. back and watch it to get ready. Like I'll just, right. they'll give you a recap, you know? So, um, I was stunned when they brought in uh, a new intern into the, into the office or whatever, where he works. But I, n now I get it. Like now mm -hmm. I understand why, because at this point you, you, you get his character, you know, going through all these different stages of, of grief from, from the beginning, having absolutely no hope and no will to, mm -hmm. live, to getting past that. And then just being angry about it and being a nasty prick to everybody. And then, you know, in this, in this third season, you see these little glimmers of him interested in people and, and kind of going about helping them in some very subtle, slow way. And mm -hmm. I just thought that that evolution of that character um, was so good. It was just, it was just one of the best series I've watched on Netflix. 
I have to take a look. Of course, it's <laughs> over now. So this is my time to tune in and start watching it. It's in the final season. Yeah, right, right up your alley. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right up exactly. my alley. I'm it's glad good. we got a chance to catch up tonight. Yeah, at, yeah uh, definitely. And I'm super, I'm, I'm really excited that we're having this doctor on the show. We're going to address, me too. you know, dating and relationships, you know, over 50 lesbians primarily, mm-hmm. but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, uh, you know, I've been tweeting about it and Instagramming and telling people to, you know, even on our Facebook page to, to mm-hmm. send us your questions. We'll ask if you don't want to. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to use your name. We'll ask your question. We won't mention your name, but if you do, mm-hmm. great. If not, doesn't matter. But you know, mm-hmm. the thing that it is, is we'll have her on and, uh, you know, next week. And then we all have to get through Valentine's Day, don't we? <laughs> yes, we <laughs> do. We're on at the end of the month. And, um, you know, we will, uh, we'll continue our discussion with her. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if it goes well, you know, like, we have her on as a guest quarterly, you know, every couple three months or so. Oh, it could make a great addition. I, really I do, do too. I do. I think it's it's interesting. I think there's it's our target audience, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there's no way around yes, it. it our target right. audience. Like we're sitting here talking about, and just like that, this is our target audience, the over 50. Yes, it no is. Joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we are. We are dressed like this. We look like this. We drink like this. Uh, yes, I was yeah. I was slumming it a little with my solo cup today. Oh, Not that is that cash. is that's cash. cash. I got blue ones. <laughs> oh, I just went through the blue ones. We got red ones now. <laughs> I think I remember when we came to your house, like you had not even like peeled the film off of your new appliances. And right. really have glasses. So we were all drinking whiskey out of big red cups. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you're to see right. I'm glad to see right. that after three and a half, four years, you're still drinking out of red solo cups. I'm I'm, I'm tempted to ask you if you've peeled the film off of your appliances. I just did, just before the show. <laughs> I'm really great at heating things up and ordering things to take out making reservations so yeah i know i have to i i swear to god i have three three food apps on my phone and you know when Gemma was gone at first i started out like i was like a cooking maniac you know it was like mm-hmm. monday meal prep like one of those apps oh yeah like monday meal prep and i was like making these big batches of like rice and pasta and then each night i would do something different you know, to, to put into them and, and like after three weeks that just wore off like it wore off and it was to the point where it was like I don't even have to like I could clean the kitchen on Monday instead of doing yeah right right not dirty a thing you know (laughs) and just with my phone sit right on that and order tacos and burritos and Chinese and they magically appear at the door (laughs) right at the front door I can eat right out of the container I don't even have to dirty the plate so yeah I was I was like savage once I once I I just It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how freaking lazy it is. Well, I'm looking forward to you coming back down. Yeah, I got to go to steak and shake. The only person I feel safe seeing (laughs) is as neurotic (laughs) as I am. So, yes, I am. You're still wearing a mask. We can totally get together. (laughs) Yes. You know what? We should do a live stream from uh, Steak and Shake, a big reunion at Steak and Shake. (laughs) Right. Totally. (laughs) We can do dumb things like that. We can live stream from. Yes. Yeah. I think we should. 
I didn't even brainstorming. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Look at the, look at all the things we have to look forward to. Relationships yes, dating do. advice from Dr. Span. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, in-person shows coming up. Yes. And, um, God, and then like then what then we're rolling into like springtime. Mm-hmm. I and I have a couple of things. I can't say it yet because I have to make sure it's happening, but I'll have to tell you off camera about some something exciting that will hopefully lead to a guest on the show that happened for me with the music with my music just yesterday and also um i've got a a music connection in france that i think is going to be cool and um i'm supposed to be getting some papers to sign for a licensing deal with a a music company in france publishing company in france oh my god yeah i just found that out this morning so this is all fresh news oh my goodness if you come here you could just hop on the euro the euro star and like oh definitely a couple hours you're Um, in france that is happens yeah i got got an email from a a new publishing company and uh about um they were looking for short stories for anthologies and short story compilations publishing in their lgbt based and all that um, it's called open publishing. And, um, I wrote them back and I just said, look, I had three books published in, uh, like 2018 and, uh, was it 2018, 2017, 2018. And, uh, I hated my publisher, not even going to lie about it. Hated them. There was no marketing. There was nothing like, um, I didn't like the covers. I didn't have a choice in the covers. And I think that mm-hmm. they, they messed with, the sales like the covers didn't reflect what right before so I want to know you know my contract with them has been up for ages so I want to know if I if you guys would be interested in republishing them and in the meantime oh. there's a couple of short stories so so um yeah hopefully I can get those those books redone the way I I want them done oh that's exciting stuff we'll see exciting yeah yeah, yeah look at us banging on 20 uh, 22 already <laughs> Hello, success. Hello. Big stuff stuff coming in 2020. Yes. 2022. 2022 out of the 2020 debacle. You know, and here I thought we were going to start off so bad, right? We lose Betty White. We lose Bob Saget. And then and now Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, we need to. Yeah, we need to like sage out sage mm-hmm. let's start all over again let's <laughs> move this place and start all over because you know it is the, the, the mercury <laughs> just said isn't in lesbian. yeah you were speaking <laughs> in lesbian when you said the mercury is in oh. retrograde so i get it and now we have to just smudge it out and uh and and continue on this path that we're <laughs> yes Big yes. things happening at the Rainbow Remix. It's Big things, truth, man. Like, yes. gosh, I mean, we're <laughs> we're so lucky to have Tyler. We're so lucky to have Nick. But oh know, yeah, mission, if we can throw Doctor Span in, in the world, like, come on, yeah, we're covering all kinds of cool things, and we're still getting, you know, um, we've got guests coming up. We got uh, Fiona Goodwin, a very mm-hmm. lesbian, a very British lesbian comedian i can't wait to meet her she's me too, so funny me too. all right my friend i'm off to bed right. Look at this. it's after yes it's quarter to yes. one. Oh my gosh well <laughs> go get some rest you look very 
chipper for a quarter to one. Well, you know, as soon as that camera comes on, everything changes, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> That's how we do oh it. That's how we do it in Zoom land. It didn't even have to. Yes. No, I shouldn't say I didn't have to worry about that. We didn't have to worry about that before. We, we're always pretty energetic when it comes to doing the show. Well, this is just some uh, Coca-Cola. I'm going to have dinner now. And no, you're going to get some rest. Have a very restful evening. Thank uh, you. Enjoy your dinner in your pristine you. oven. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'll be ordering in. Like, never stop chasing your dreams. See? See? We drank way too much whiskey.